Welcome to the Script Bits Podcast for Monday, 31st October, 2022. Our bit today comes from Romans 6, verse 23, which says, The wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Our friends, can you believe it's already the last day of October? What we term Halloween Day? A pagan ritual to darkness, evil, and the making of money. Yes, the dark night will be filled with young children going around their neighborhood dressed up in ghoulish, ugly costumes, crying, trick or treat, hoping to get some candy from the house owners. At one stage, it also involved fruits, but then wicked people began putting things like razor blades and other sharp, harmful objects in the fruits. So now it's mostly a candy-based operation. But remember how once upon a time, the dentist would caution us against too much candy? However, apparently those days are over for the dentists like the retailers, also seem to welcome the brisk business they get from Halloween. It's all about the money, people, and any evil or foolish scheme that will fill the coffers is fair game. But as true believers, we have to resist the devil and his deceitful schemes, and instead of accepting his darkness and lies, seek, accept, and nurture within our souls the light and truth that's Jesus Christ. And he said it out loud and clear. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. And we know that comes from John 14, 6. Then there's this other concrete pronouncement to the unbelieving Pharisees when he says, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. And that comes from John 8, 12. Thus, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, the life, and the light of this troubled world. If you want to come out of the darkness and into the light and find the way which is based on truth that leads to eternal life, then Jesus is the answer. Now, that's why Paul warned the Corinthians thus, Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship or what in common hath righteousness and unrighteousness or lawlessness? And what communion or fellowship hath light with darkness? And that's taken from 2 Corinthians 6. 14. Now, those are very good questions, but the answer to both of them is absolutely nothing in common. Although light and righteousness should always be trying to invade darkness and turn unrighteousness around, because that's one of our jobs as a disciple of Christ. But we don't hook up with those who don't believe in hope and goodness and we don't let their toxic energy cannibalize our godliness, but do our best to turn them around. 
And these words of Paul to the church at Ephesus also remind us of the great care we need to take regarding darkness and unrighteousness, where he says, let no man deceive you with vain or empty words. For because of these things cometh the wrath of God upon the children of disobedience. Be ye not partakers therefore with them, for ye were sometimes or once darkness, but now ye are light in the Lord. Walk therefore as children of light, for the fruit of the Spirit or the Spirit of light, sorry, the fruit of light is in all goodness and righteousness and truth, proving what is acceptable unto the Lord. And that comes from Ephesians 5, 6 to 10. And they are excellent words for us to remember and live by. Meanwhile, the scholars offer these explanations. As per verse 5, 8, they say, darkness indicates that the readers used to be spiritually unenlightened and accompanying this ignorance was immorality with its resultant guilt and misery. However, light denotes that the recipients are now to be religiously informed. Their knowledge of the truth is attended by moral purity and happiness. And as per verse 5.10, because of constant temptations and solicitations to evil, believers must always be proving or discerning what is and what is not acceptable unto the Lord. Then these words of James anchor us even more to the truth and the light. He says, Blessed is the man that endureth temptation, for when he is tried or has been proven, he shall receive the crown of life, which the Lord hath promised to them that love him. Let no man say when he is tempted, I'm tempted of God, for God cannot be tempted with evil, neither tempted he any man. But every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lust or desires and enticed. Then when lust or desire hath conceived, it bringeth forth or gives birth to sin. And sin, when it is finished or full grown, bringeth forth death. Do not owe or be deceived, my beloved brethren. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and cometh down from the Father of lights, with whom is no variableness, that's no variation, neither shadow of turning. Of his own will he begat us with the word of truth that we should be a kind of first fruits, first fruits of his creatures. And that comes from James 1, 12 to 18. Yes, friends, the unchangeable father of lights made us with the word of truth to be the shining light of his creations. But the devil, the prince of darkness, tries to mess up our witness with his evil temptations, not God. And please note that the temptations that James is speaking of here are different from the ones in verses 2 to 12. 
In our verses, the source is identified as internal from one's own lusts or desires, and the outcome is death. However, in verses 2 to 12, the temptations or trials have an external origin in that they fall on man. Those trials cannot be avoided, so believers are encouraged to endure them and mature as a result. The temptations of verse 16, though, must, verse 13 to 15, must be avoided according to God's express commandments. And they give us a whole set of references there, Romans 13, 14, 1 Timothy 6, 11, and 2 Timothy 2, 22. The progression of sin from temptation to death has an analogy in the physical life cycle, conception, birth, maturity, and death. Whoa! Is that last sentence rather interesting? It surely is. That's why Paul wrote to the church at Rome, the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. In other words, wages emphasizes what we deserve, while gift of God emphasizes God's unmerited favor. And sadly, my people, right now in our world, yes, our world is in a terrible, sinful state. So you know what we are looking at, death rather than life. But there's always hope when you believe in Christ. So let's call on that hope right now now through a Monday morning battle hymn. Altogether now, our Father who art in heaven, we, your humble servants, praise your holy name and thank you this Monday morning for life and strong faith in Christ, despite the mass confusion in our world. We desperately need your divine help, for you are the only one with the power to solve our many problems. Heavenly Father, we admit that we have all sinned and seriously disobeyed your word, but we know that you are merciful, forgiving, and gracious God, who has faithfully promised to hear and answer our prayers when we humble ourselves, pray, and sincerely seek your face. That's why we come to you now with sincere repentance in our hearts, pleading with you to give us wise guidance and direction to alleviate our problems. And Father, we pray that you will ease the pain of the many who are suffering from negative situations. Please show them your awesome grace and mercy and keep your promise that you will hear our prayer, forgive us, and heal our land if we turn from our evil ways. And please show this evil world that you are indeed Jehovah Rapha, the God who heals. We pray this in the holy and blessed name of your Son, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. And again, we say, Amen. Now, friends, it's time to turn from our sinful ways, to keep on praying and asking for, for forgiveness so that we receive eternal life 
and not death. Much love. And the postscript for today says, there are only two options in eternity, life or death. And it's your choice. Yes, friends, we have free will to choose, to choose between Satan or Christ. And you know when you choose Satan, it's death. But for life, you choose Christ. So I'm asking us today to just be wise, sorry, and choose Christ. Live so that your descendants might live too. And we pray that in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Please have a blessed day, my people. Much love.